Before we begin, I'd like to thank our listeners. This course is created free, but is listener-supported. To show support, you may become one of our Patreon subscribers and unlock special subscriber-only content. Thank you, and let's get started. Hi listeners, Tony Rubo here, and here in our 12th and final week of the Keyholder Meditation course, you will graduate the course. And the technique here in our 12th week will be about experiencing our entire practice as an intuitive process, and the application in our everyday life is intuitive living. This episode will bring it all together, and will conclude with my graduation speech that will honor your accomplishment and inspire you regarding the deeper meaning and use of the Keyholder course in your life. Now, before we begin, let me just suggest if you ever want to re-experience this final episode for its culminating ideas and exercises, and for inspiration regarding your having taken the course and what it means in your life, please consider first reviewing its preceding prep episode to produce a more comprehensive and complete experience. So, as we have done in every week of the course, let's now start with setting and strengthening our foundation with the first two segments before we move on to the new meditation processes the culminating ideas, and words that I hope will inspire you in ways that bring new insights into your life and into your world. So once again, let's prep by focusing on our core muscles that expand and contract in time with our breathing. Notice if the breaths are big or small, long or short, deep or shallow, and let's do that for a few moments. Now within the stillness of our body, let's notice if there are any areas of tightness or tension anywhere and give them a few moments to relax. And now let's alternate between observing our stillness, our breathing, and any sensations in our body. That concludes our first segment. So at this point, we have practice observing our breathing, our stillness, and our body sensations. Now, if we think of these items as the content of our body, let's move our awareness to the context. In other words, let's observe the posture of our body. From top to bottom, sense what your posture feels like. Feel the muscles from your upper back to your lower back that are supporting your posture. And now relax into your posture for a few moments.
Now notice how stable your posture feels. Let your body settle until you feel the stillness and stability within your posture. And now within the stillness and within the stability, let's bring our mind to a state of stillness and clarity and notice moments of inner silence. And now let's once again alternate between awareness of our breathing and stillness and our body sensations and inner silence. And notice how our meditating is supporting our posture and its stability. And let's do this until we conclude our second segment. Through our commitment to our meditation practice, we have decreased our overt movements to the point that our body feels completely still other than the subtle physical movements that accompany the process of breathing. So next, we will also let go of that movement by creating temporary pauses in our breathing. So first, let's just get in touch with our breath and how it affects our body. As always, let's just notice the expansion and contraction of our lower abdominal muscles when we inhale and exhale. And let's do that for a few moments. And now let's just observe our breathing as it slows down of its own doing. And now let's totally settle and relax and prepare to pause our breathing temporarily. Now just relax and wait a few moments when you exhale on one of your breaths. And then just pause before you take your next breath for a length of time that feels comfortable. And then just let your breathing restart when it feels natural and comfortable. And from there, let's go into the mind itself. Let's think of our mind as a room that has a capacity. And the capacity may have a certain number of items. Or if you like, you can think of your mind as a whiteboard that has a certain number of words and pictures on it in various colors. Now the idea is to reduce or remove the number of items in the room or erase them from your whiteboard. In other words, 
Let your thoughts simply and easily and naturally leave, vacate, dematerialize, until your room is empty or your board is completely white. And the area of your body that is engaged in the movement associated with your thoughts and thinking is still. So let's empty our mind of thoughts for a few moments. And now to conclude our meditation, let's sit in physical and mental stillness that has such a depth and totality that we have no idea when the meditative musical sounds will signal the completion of our meditation exercise. We've talked about different kinds of stillness in our last segment. And now let's do a meditation on three different kinds, physical, mental, and emotional, and conclude with focusing on a point in the body that we'll call our star center point to support total stillness. So first, let's intuitively find our physical stillness as techniques come to us to support our body becoming more and more still. Now let's use our empty room metaphor technique and empty our mind of thoughts to create and experience mental stillness. And now we will go deeper and consider how humanity seems to be totally immersed in emotions continually and how the emotions bring about so many kinds of motivations. As we sit in this world of countless emotions and motivations, Let's prove the inner calm power that we possess through our practice of meditation and let all emotions and motivations subside other than the pure singular motivation of sitting in and improving our meditative posture. And let's do this for a few moments. Now let's focus on our star center point, located below the bottom of our rib cage. As we do this, let's sense how our total focus is supporting us in establishing and maintaining total body stillness. We have now completed all the techniques of the Keyholder course, so let's now do a quick review to recall them and give ourselves 10 seconds of meditation for each technique. So let's begin with a body scan from the top of our head down to our neck, our chest, our upper abs, lower abs, and into our core. 
And let's do this for a few moments. Now let's practice sensory focus with our tactile sense and just sense how our hands feel resting in our lap for a few moments. Next, we'll practice mantra with our pace words. So speak, whisper, or silently say the words patience, acceptance, composure, and equanimity, and taking a few breaths between each one. And now let's mock up a tree and feel ourselves rooted into the ground with our trunk upright and strong. Now let's feel the full weight of our body settling into the earth and the force of gravity assisting us with our settling. And now let's sense our stillness. And within the stillness, notice a part of your body that naturally wants to move or adjust. Follow your body's natural tendency and let that part of your body move as it wants. And now within our stillness, Notice the discomfort point or area in our body that is signaling us for attention. Now let's get in touch with our body's natural inclination to relieve the discomfort and naturally stretch. And let's do this for a few moments. Now once again within our stillness, Let's notice a discomfort point or area of our body that is signaling us for attention. Now let's get in touch with our body's natural inclination to relieve the discomfort and naturally massage the area. And let's do this for a few moments. Spinal alignment is about getting in touch with our body's higher natural inclination to become calm and powerfully aligned. So let's let go of even the slightest resistance and observe even the slightest and subtlest movement that your body makes toward a settled and strong upright posture. And finally, let's notice how our core stability further supports our posture and notice any moments where maintaining our posture feels effortless or some degree of feeling effortless. And now we will address the inner practice topic of our graduation week which is intuitive practice. Intuitive practice 
is, in its simplest terms, the practice of sitting and waiting. So patience is the essential quality and skill. The idea is that we have learned and reinforced a comprehensive collection of meditation techniques. So now, instead of planning a session, we just sit and wait and let techniques come to us intuitively as needed to maintain our best meditative state possible for the duration of our sitting. So now let's engage in intuitive practice by just sitting and waiting without a preset plan or agenda, but rather just let our techniques happen naturally, intuitively. And let's do this for a few moments. Now that we are engaging in the intuitive practice of just sitting and waiting, in other words, using the quality of patience to support our practice, let's now add the quality of stillness. And we'll begin by alternating between total stillness and the movement involved in any of the techniques that come to us intuitively. And with every time we become still, let's sense our stillness becoming more effortless and calm and powerful. So let's now alternate between movement and our ever-improving stillness for a few moments. And so we have patience and intuition and stillness. And now let's again look at that field of endeavor where stillness seems to be the basic operating mode of the most proficient in the field. And that is the field of the martial arts, where there is that inner stillness that martial artists talk about when they are engaged in their practice. There is a sense that the martial artist is experiencing an inner kind of stillness and that their movements derive from their stillness and therefore exists within the stillness. And so we can use the martial arts and their precise movements for the idea of stillness accommodating movement in the activities of our everyday life. So let's experience a sense of inner stillness in our solar plexus area, just below the ribcage. And now, without disturbing this sense of inner stillness, let's make some movements. So first, in a moment, we will be letting our hands rise and reach upward to a full extension. And when we do that, we will be feeling as though the movement is happening on its own, maintaining moment by moment the feeling of total inner stillness in the body. And then we will return our hands to their original position. So let's do that now. And let's do another. So first, let's let our hands rise and reach upward to full extension. And now, before we return our hands to their original position, let's feel again our inner stillness. And now let's feel as though the movement of our hands back to their original position is happening on its own. Maintaining moment by moment the feeling of total inner stillness within our body.
and now using these two exercises as a support. Let's take a few moments to imagine what we will be doing after our session, what we will be doing, and what movements we will be making as we are doing them. And now let's once again establish our sense of inner stillness and prepare to take it into our everyday life by imagining making those movements perhaps just a bit slightly slower, maintaining moment by moment the feeling of inner stillness within our body. And let's do this imagination exercise for a few moments. So just as a martial artist moves precisely on the outside, supported by their sense of stillness on the inside, let's make an affirmation in the form of a simple mantra as we conclude the segment. And let's spend our remaining moments speaking, whispering, or silently saying the words, inner stillness, outer movement, outer movement, inner stillness, with the intention of bringing this into our lives where it feels intuitively right to do so. Now, just as we have practiced inner stillness in the last two exercises, let's once again establish our feeling of inner stillness and maintain it as the words of our mantra form in our mouth on the exhaling of our breath. Again, our mantra is inner stillness, outer movement, outer movement, inner stillness. We are a couple segments away from the graduation of the Keyholder course and my concluding graduation speech. Now, with yourself having given your time and attention to my words and guidance throughout the course, I wanted to share something personal about myself. Early in the course, I mentioned that I would share some of my own experiences, and so now I will share a couple. I've talked about course stability and perfect posture in sitting meditation. And so my personal experience regarding this idea involves my own sitting practice that was inspired by the writings and teachers of authors and thought leaders that came before me. So I became familiar with this idea of a sublime experience that was the result of perfect posture and focusing on the core. And so I dedicated myself to experiencing it. And what happened was this. In one session, my body became more and more still until it was completely motionless and I felt at that moment as though I could remain in that posture forever if I wanted to. And then suddenly, at that point a couple inches below the belly button and into the body about an inch, I felt as though my entire being was concentrated there. And the best way I can describe it is that somehow every molecule in my body felt magnetized to that point. And then within my physical being, I fully experienced my energy being, and that that point was actually a point of pure energy. And so I had been a student practicing the ideas of others, and I had the experience to which they pointed. And I consider myself still a student among other students who can all teach each other by sharing what they have learned or discovered 
and implement it into their lives. And so for me, what it means to be a key holder is one who is engaged in this approach to life that involves positive intentions and using the key to open the doors to realize their intentions. In other words, the process of refining our techniques and making connections to everyday life and ultimately helping others in the process. And the other experience that I wanted to share begins with the fact that every winter I would wind up with a bad sore throat. I would email my doctor and he would prescribe antibiotics. Then one year after having read accounts on healing possibilities in the practice of meditation, instead of emailing my doctor, I thought to see if healing through the practice of meditation were actually possible. It was a very fiery, painful sore throat, and I kind of doubted that it could be healed by anything other than the use of a prescribed medicine. But I gave it a try. I sat, and essentially I focused the best I could on the precise point of the pain in my throat. By that time, I had become proficient in meditation, so I could sit still and I could focus my attention very precisely. It was a longer meditation than a common 20-30 to minute session. But after an hour and 15 minutes, my sore throat was gone. That fiery, painful winter sore throat was simply gone and has not returned since. And that was over 10 years ago. So personally, I am a believer. However, having a healthy respect for reason and science, I did some research. And I believe what I achieved, if related to traditional theory, would fall under the category of neuroscience. Of course, this is not a prescription for your own conditions. I am simply sharing an account of my own experience as a gesture of my gratitude for your participating in my life's work, of which the Keyholder course is a very important part. Within the episodes of our advanced practice, we have included words related to qualities discovered on the hero's quest which our leading mythologists say represents every human life with a person's aspiration toward reaching their potential and their place in the world and living an intuitive life. And we have practiced mantra using each word. So now we will add the final two words to our list. And then we will discover how all six keywords and qualities support intuitive living. And then we'll conclude with my graduation speech. And the first of the two words we will add is essential. The essential self is simply what remains when all the unessential or extraneous aspects fall to the wayside. So the essential self stands beyond and untouched by the lures and the appearances of the material outer world. So of course our essential self is intuitive in nature. And now let's add one more word to the list and begin by considering that our inner essential self is our most natural self. So the word natural is our final word and quality. Since we live in the outer material world, realizing our natural self at first might feel quite unnatural. As we practice meditation, that is, as we engage in inner practice, our inner self begins to feel more and more natural. Until much of the outer world's influences begin to feel more unnatural to us, and then this is when we can look at the outer world with new eyes and we can see truth and love and peace as we learn to live more intuitively. And so we have been using the practice of mantra to affirm certain aspects related to our hero's quest and our intuitive living. And so we have referenced the words higher, inner, deeper, and dauntless. And now we will include our final two words, essential and natural. And now we will practice mantra using all six key words and qualities. And let's once again establish our feeling of inner stillness 
and maintain it as the words of our mantra form in our mouth on the exhaling of our breath. So we began with the word higher, which within our reference means that beyond your basic human nature and any ego attachments, you have a higher nature. Now let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my higher self, for a few moments, and sense yourself rising above any ego or negativity to experience true good and positivity. Again, with this in mind, let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my higher self, for a few moments. Now within our outer nature, with its connections to the outer world's distractions, you have an inner nature. Now let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my inner self, and sense yourself like the eye of the storm, calm and clear amidst any distractions. Again, with this in mind, let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my inner self, for a few moments. And beneath your surface identity, which is more reactive and impulsive, there is your deeper self with its qualities of patience, inner stillness, composure. Now let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my deeper self, and sense yourself like the calm depths of the ocean beneath surface waves. Again, with this in mind, let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my deeper self, for a few moments. In the face of all challenges, barriers, opposition, and anything that can test you and your positive intentions, you find your dauntless character that can overcome all obstacles. Now let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my dauntless self, and sense the equanimity that you have been developing, supported by your patience, acceptance, and composure, leaving you undaunted by anything and everything that can block your path and your determination to realize your intentions. So now let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my dauntless self. Supporting all the facets of your complex everyday self, there is your singular essential self. Like a fingerprint, it is yours alone and holds your individual character and life purpose. Now let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my essential self, and sense the convergence point in your body, mind, and spirit that you have cultivated in meditation and that has brought you to the state of singular unified power. So let's speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my essential self.
In developing your higher, inner, deeper, dauntless, essential self, you realize that these now feel like a natural part of your character. So now let's just speak, whisper, or silently say the words, my natural self, and sense that these key qualities, represented by the words higher, inner, deeper, dauntless, essential, and natural, are now your qualities. And now, before I conclude with a graduation speech, let's consider that our course has been a personal hero's quest for a more intuitive approach to life and that it involved our six key qualities. There are countless stories and movies involving the hero's quest. And when we watch them, we find that our central character discovers or uncovers these qualities with each challenge they overcome and each new skill they develop. So at the beginning of the quest, these qualities are hidden and they are revealed as the story unfolds. And so the initials of the six qualities that we affirm within the keyholder system form the word and acronym HIDDEN. As for the first three letters, we have referred to our higher, inner, and deeper self. Then we built upon our meditative equanimity to develop a quality possessed by all heroes, and that is being dauntless in the face of obstacles and challenges. As for a dictionary definition, dauntlessness combines the fearlessness of equanimity with the powerful quality of determination. Then we realize that these are all part of our true essential nature, and that once we discover this essential nature, all we have to do is be natural. In other words, live intuitively. And so, whenever we want to draw on the power and strength of our keyholder experience, we can invoke the qualities represented in the words higher, inner, deeper, dauntless, essential, and natural by recalling our hidden acronym. And finally, now our graduation speech. In graduating a meditation course, you have accrued all of the benefits. You have all of the techniques that you have learned and all the skills that you have developed. And now with your graduating the keyholder meditation course, you have also learned applications for your everyday life or what we sometimes call meditation connections. So let's talk about this because it is such an important part of the education and training that you have received and that you can now take into the next steps. The keyholder theme represents the idea of possessing a key to open a door into a room, with the key representing the practice of meditation, and whatever is in the room representing what you want in your life. And what you want could refer to people, places, things, experiences, and anything you could imagine. And then the door represents the way into the room. So the door represents the skill, aptitude, trait, or quality required in metaphor to enter the room and in reality, to achieve or realize what you want. What I personally like about this theme is that it makes life more interesting and engaging, like a puzzle would be. And so the puzzle involves three pieces. What do I want? What do I have to develop within me to get what I want? And how will meditation help me to develop it? An easy one would be that I want peace of mind. And the solution would be that in sitting meditation, you work on settling your mind until you experience that peace of mind while sitting, and then you bring it into your life. And then if you'd like, you can also find an insight within the puzzle. For example, in this case, you might rethink the idea that success brings peace of mind and replace it with the idea peace of mind brings success. 
Now, suppose that a person wants to complete a college education or training in a trade school. What the person needs are the study skills and the self-discipline required in either of the pursuits. And of course, in this case, meditation supports both the development of mental clarity and the mental receptiveness required of classroom or hands-on learning. And of course, meditation supports self-discipline, as self-discipline is required to sit still and silent for the length of time of your meditation session. And then there is the ability to relax the mind after you have done some intense study or training, which is an often overlooked skill that all students require. So as we conclude, I invite you to discover or rediscover your life through the lens of a meditative lifestyle and enjoy the process of making meditation connections and the keyholder process. If you wish to join me as I continue on this meditative path, it is very easy to become a Keyholder Meditation subscriber. Just check out the platform you're using or go to keyholdermeditation.org. My plan is to be creating brief episodes of three minutes or less and exploring a wide assortment of topics, all related in one way or another to the practice of meditation. So I hope that you now honor yourself by taking a little time to find your own personally rewarding way to celebrate your graduation of the course. I'm glad you can join me today, and I'm hoping your practice of keyholder meditation will have you opening doors in all the important areas of your life. This course is created free, but is listener-supported. If you enjoy the course, you may support it in a few ways. By becoming a paid Patreon supporter, where you can access special bonus content, you can rate, review, and share it with your friends and family, and you can email info at keyholdermeditation.org with your thoughts and meditation experiences. Thank you, and talk to you all soon.